Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Apremian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigarito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Dr. Zamp from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula. And I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football. Or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. We'll be joined alongside Rich Van Zandt shortly as a very exciting week for the Miami Dolphins as uh, they go to 10-5 and five, uh, in the most exciting game they've had since the Miami Miracle. And the best part is that this game may actually mean a lot more than that. So we'll see how it unshakes. But uh, the Miami Dolphins beat the uh, Las Vegas Raiders 26-25 in, in certainly in dramatic fashion. And you will have a still shot that will live uh, in infamy. As uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, performs some uh, Fitz magic, uh, replacing Tua and uh, gets face-masked on the last drive of the game, uh, uh, violently face Mask as he uh, un- un- unleashes what many have called the throw of the year, uh, and uh, just um, uh, fantastic as it's completed uh, in, in uh, dramatic fashion uh, as the clock runs down uh, to 19 seconds, and uh, he uh, is able to then uh, complete that to Matt Collins, who gets out of bounds, but you get the penalty, which gets them in field goal range, and then. Uh, the often uh, overlooked again, Jason Sanders comes in, which nobody talks about for a 44-yarder, not exactly a chip shot, uh, and uh, puts that through um, as the Dolphins complete uh, a, a uh, come-from-behind victory that no one saw coming uh, to, to win that game 26-25. So what this does now is this really uh, – puts a lot of different playoff scenarios on the table, and, and we're going to go through all them. Um, uh, and yesterday was a really good day of football for the Miami Dolphins. A lot of things fell into place. They were not able to clinch a playoff spot yet, but what yesterday did, and we'll go through everything, is it opened up a lot of different scenarios for the Dolphins now. Um, so, uh, you know, we'll dissect all that. Uh, two of 17 for 22, has 94 yards and a touchdown. Doesn't throw a pick, but uh, he is pulled uh, for Fitzpatrick in the second half, and then uh, Fitz comes in and, and you know, has, has a fantastic stretch, uh, 9 for 13, 182 yards. He throws that touchdown, and uh, basically yeah, they pull out uh, the victory there. Um, now, uh, another big highlight of this game is uh, the return of Miles Gaskin, and boy, did he not disappoint. Has 87 yards on the ground. He also has 82 yards receiving, uh, and uh, that's the leading re- receiver uh, for that game for the Miami Dolphins. He scores two touchdowns. Uh, he becomes the first player 
since Ronnie Brown in 2007, actually the only other player since Ronnie Brown in 2007, to have 80 rushes, 80 receptions, and uh, and two touchdowns uh, in Dolphin history. So um, I, I've i been talking about Gaskin, uh, and, you know, obviously Rich did not feel the same as I do about him, but he is, you know, he's surfaced as the running back on this team, and not having him for those weeks certainly showed. Ahmed filled in nicely. I don't believe the Dolphins have a big running back problem. I think with, with a, a healthy Gaskin, and uh, and Ahmed and 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 I think Breida, you know, is kind of coming into his own. Although you know, maybe not necessarily in this game, but he he can do some stuff with that speed and the catching ability. Uh, I'm not saying you don't add another running back, but I don't think it's a glaring issue. Um, so we will uh, we will see about that. Um, so uh, again, uh, you know, a very good. Uh, a lot of good things uh, in a game that really looked like it was not going the Dolphins' way, Rich. Um, and to come out with this, uh, you know, this victory going now into Week 16 into this Buffalo game, like we've talked about, all the cards at least have, like we've said, have fallen into place. And now we'll see what happens. Yeah, the only part I don't like, you know, look, I I really appreciate what Fitzpatrick did, but it it opens up a can of worms and it makes us look ridiculous again, you know. It's like, what are we doing with our quarterback, you know? I just hate hearing the quarterback controversy stuff, you know? I mean, I mean, if this was the case, I mean, Elway would have never had a chance and Finn never would have had a chance. Like, they're getting all over Tua like he threw, like, 18 picks yesterday, you know? That's the only thing that aggravates the hell out of me. So you're saying you, you would have preferred to just leave Tua in the game, you're saying? No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm, it was absolutely the right move. I mean, you know, we're going into the last game of the year, and now it acts like we have a quarterback controversy again. You know, that's the only thing I don't like. Well, you don't, I you don't think see that tonight. Ish- well, I think it's inevitable when you have, you know, uh, uh, you know, you have a quarterback that's this is the second time now he's been pulled this year, right? Second or third, second time, right? He's pulled second in the Denver time. game. But you know, he, I really, pulled? I gotta be. You listen. I don't think he, you know, he probably doesn't win the game yesterday. I understand that. It was the right move. But, on the other hand, I think that his ineptness in the second half yesterday, and the, especially in the first half, I think it has to do with Changeli's play call. I mean, I think it's atrocious. He puts this guy, like, in a box where, like, you know, he's always in third and long. He doesn't, like, he doesn't let him move around the pocket, it seems. He's like a statue there. You know, how come he doesn't have a moving pocket? And he's not rolling out. And he's not running a little bit, you know? I don't know. It just seems to me that that, that Gelly is setting him up to fail almost. It's really bizarre. Well, I understand what you're saying. I, I guess that's a separate issue. And I do understand what you're saying about the Chang Gelly to a connection there. It does, it, it does seem like it's it's really, uh, not, you know, not it's restricting him. Um, but as far as, you know, the quarterback thing, let's take that first off. I mean, the first thing Flores did was announce to his quarterback. So, he, you know, he did yeah, uh, jump out of the I, gate I with that. that. I'm not, I I'm think not it telling brings... you what Flores said. I'm just saying how the national media is handling it. It's just, it's just annoying. It's like we're like. Well, how do you like avoid Florida. something like that? If you think he will, you know, I, I, mean, I don't know how to avoid it. I'm just it sucks. That's all I'm just saying. It's just you know, it's like you know, it's like you got mixed emotions with this. It was a great win, well, but it just opens up another can of worms, you know. Yeah, but I think you have to look at this more. Let's back up a little bit. Look at this more in perspective. I mean, you have a quarterback who had this team playing fantastic. And he was having one of the best years he's ever had. And he lost his starting job after a win. 
I mean, that's a yeah, weird thing. True. That you yeah. sort of starts off on a weird foot, right? And yeah, uh, you know, he two is a you know he's a young quarterback, and he's obviously he's um, see you know. One of the things I picked up, and, and, and you and Damon were talking about, and, and uh, you know, and, and he's right in a sense. That these two quarterbacks have have different uh, attributes, and uh, and and the one thing is, Tua is struggling reading defenses off the bat before the snap. He's struggling in that area a little bit, and that's Ryan Fitzpatrick's strength. He reads the defense before the snap really good. And then when you take the play, Fitzpatrick will go with what he reads, and he will generally just play that out. And it could be feast or famine, as you see. Tua is much better at adapting in the moment to the play. So he's, you know, he's getting better at that. Now, that's going to come with age, and obviously you hope Tua is going to – he is good. He's going to get better before the snap. There's no doubt about it. So – I think you're introducing him to a team that is doing much better than a lot of people maybe had thought they would. And so now you're kind of grooming a young quarterback for a team that might be destined to make the playoffs, right? So it, 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 it's a tough stretch. And the only way to look at it, I mean, is you almost have to take it like, you know, the Woodstock era. I mean, I don't think there's any way around it. When they say quarterback controversy, yeah, the, the media's going to go with what they are. I think what you're going to see is you're going to see that two is your starting quarterback, and when he falters, uh, uh, a.k.a. David Woodley, Ryan Fitzpatrick will be waiting to come in. And I don't think there's any other way around that at this point but to go with that direction. You can't start Fitz. You know, two is your quarterback, and you're going to live and die with them. But you're going to be able to pull him, and you're going to have to pull him, I guess. The only negative to that is, you know, does that make two look over his shoulder? Is he going to play tighter? It's happened now two times. You know, he's going to start against Buffalo. How quick is the leash, I guess, is, is what you have to worry about. Don't really care what the media says. Obviously, they're going to drill Flores and all that. But when you made this decision, you had to know this was going to come. I mean, you pull a quarterback that's having that much success to start to uh, the timing of it was a little bizarre, right? It was weird. It was weird. And so it was strange. this is going to come with was. it. Yeah. So you got. I mean, this is he kind of dug the trench. Like you know, look, look. It's not like Tua was through five picks yesterday and was like you know was a Mark Sanchez type game. It wasn't like that. No. You know. But he was stagnant and wasn't really doing oh, anything no towards question. the end of the game. Yeah. It definitely was. There's no question. I mean, look, it was a miracle we pulled this out yesterday. You know, I mean, this is going to happen 2% of the time that that, that actually works. Yeah. Happened yesterday, you know. Now, with 20 seconds, a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people are giving grief to Gruden. They're giving him a lot of grief saying that he should have scored the touchdown. I went through the two scenarios. I, you can't really fault them. I mean, it comes down to this. You're either going to score the touchdown and you're going to give the Dolphins the ball with – a minute left on the clock and no timeouts to score a touchdown. Or you're going to do what he did, and you're going to give the Dolphins the ball with, I guess there was something like maybe 30-something seconds left, 40 seconds, right. and no timeouts well, they're, they're, to get they're, it to field goal. Him, I guess, on the, like, they're killing him, I guess, on the last play. Like, probably on third down, he probably should have went in. Yeah, and you I know? just gave you the two scenarios. Yeah, right, yeah, right. I just last, gave you the, the two last, scenarios. Yeah. So you can right. score there. You score there, 
and you give the Dolphins a minute with no timeouts to score a touchdown. Or you can wait yeah. like he did, run the clock down, and you're basically giving them, you know, uh, well, what is it, like maybe 30-something seconds and, uh, yeah, and, you know, and no timeouts well, to get the field goal range. That's a, it's probably a 2% chance that we, we win that game in, in reality, right, with that much time left. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a little higher than that, but, yeah, it's not going to happen that often. It's miraculous, no, no doubt about 5% it. 5% at the most, I mean, 5 or 10%, and it's not a lot, you know. So, I mean, if you're looking at it like that, it's probably the right move. I mean, you know, weird things happen in this league. I mean, you know, with no timeouts left, you, you, you probably shouldn't be able to get in the field goal range. But without that face mask, you probably don't. Right? You're not getting into – without the face mask, you're not. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did get yeah. out of bounds, though. He did get out of bounds. So, if you want to look at it that way, I guess they're, they're at the – So, if you get up there and spike it, and then you have one more play, right. I mean, yeah, you don't I, mean have, I guess it's possible, yeah. not likely. Right. You know, you, you, you yeah, it's not likely. It's certainly not likely with no timeout. So, you know, I don't think you could fault them either way. You know, he says Mahomes beat him. And that was in his head, and yeah, I mean, it it is what it is, you know. So I don't think that, and yeah. like you said, it's 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 not going to happen that often. This was a magical win. The Dolphins have had yeah. magical wins happen in the last, you know, five six years. Four I mean, years. the miracle in Miami, and then this. Yep. So yeah. you know, I mean that that in itself is. Uh, you know, you you got to come away with this, you know, with a big smile on your face. They lost that Denver game. Now you win this game. So that's a wash, right? Um, sure. And, you know, as far as, you know, where this team stands, you know, um, are you going to get healthier? you got the big game coming in Buffalo. Now they're going up there. It's a weird game. Because like you said, where's, you know, Buffalo, you know, how much incentive do they have? They're playing tonight now. They're going to play tonight. They're playing the New England Patriots. Um, we're going to go through all the scenarios and everything. So before, you know, we get into that, uh, you know, what Buffalo team shows up for this game, we really don't know. I think they're going to come much more full strength uh, than you think they're kind of going to, you know, maybe uh, just let up on the gas, especially in the second half. We'll see. Um, But it's a a must-win game, uh, you know, is the way you have to look at it for the Miami Dolphins. Um, Injury-wise, you know, we're we're not in great shape. Grant was hurt again. He's going to miss He's the out. Buffalo game now. And we're looking at possibly an IR. We don't know. I mean, he that, he might be, you know, he might be out if you continue on in the season is the way that's looking. Devontae Parker again, we don't know. Um, you know, I think he might be coming back for this game, but we really don't have any definitive answers there. So that's a little strange. It was really nice seeing Gusecki get back in the lineup. This kid's a really good tight end. And if he's, he's healthy, up. he yeah. he is really going to be, you know. Uh, uh, What's the story uh, of Preston Williams? Is he on Earth? Preston Williams. Preston, is, is he still you, on planet Earth? Or did he move you, to Mars? Are, you will access the Roswell, New Mexico information easier than you will Preston Williams. I have not heard anything, and I have tried to find out some information on him. I, I just cannot find anything concrete as to whether or not he's even in the mix to return this yeah, year I think he's on the or space not. Station. I, think, I think he yeah. went on SpaceX to the space station. Because I have not saw yeah. him, heard his name, nothing. I don't get it. Bizarre. Yeah. Now, you know, obviously, you know, these are big parts of the offense. Now, I think the biggest problem was 
the offensive line and the protection with Tua, and he was stationary in there, like you said. I don't think it was at all people not getting open downfield. You seem to think that was an issue. I don't think it was an issue at all. I think he well, just I think had that's one of the no time. He held the ball too long. I don't think there was anybody he open. Held the ball though, too long? He didn't have the well, ball yeah. for three seconds. He was getting hit yeah. and sacked before anybody well, could have possibly the, gotten open. He, a couple of his sacks, though, were, were coverage sacks. He didn't hold I didn't ball. see that. I did not yeah, see coverage sacks yesterday. Yeah, I, I think you're delusional to say that you've seen coverage sacks. Well, there, I did I, not I see any coverage sacks. sacks yesterday. He had no time at all a lot of times, especially in the, you know, yeah. in the second half. I did not see him holding the ball, looking around, and not being able to find anybody. I think you're delusional because yeah, you want to no, act I, like I, saw, I thought that I saw that. Yeah. But, again, I think I blame Chen Gailey. Hard for this. Yes, I don't and think I think we're on the same friend. page with that. It was an idiotic hire from the get-go because you don't bring a guy in that's 250 years old that's been out of the league five years to be your offensive coordinator with a rookie quarterback. I mean, it's really idiotic. I don't know what the hell they're thinking about. You have a whole young coaching staff, and you bring this fossil in. I don't understand why. It doesn't make any well, sense. Well, I told you why. I told you why. You I know. Listen. But wait, wait, wait. Why does, why does Fitzpatrick need a coordinator? He knows more because, than this guy anyway. Because, A, when you brought him in, you didn't have Tua. You signed Fitzpatrick but you knew you were first. Draft, but you knew you were going to wait. You, didn't you know you were going to draft the quarterback? I mean, really? No, I don't think they knew like they were going to be able to get him. I don't think they thought they knew that they were going to be able to get him. And if you remember how it all went with the injury and that where they were at, it was going to be him or Herbert, really. Oh, they didn't have a chance. I don't think they thought they were going to be able to get Herbert. Did you? Herbert went after. You thought so? You thought they thought that 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 might be their quarterback going in? Uh, yeah, I never heard anything yeah, they, like that. Herbert was there. They picked Tua over Herbert. Yes, I so, understand yeah, that. But because I because I, I always thought because Tua was, Tua was their guy. Because Tua was their guy from the get-go. I don't know that Herbert was their guy. I really don't. If they didn't draft Tua, I never heard that. It's easy for you to say now because Herbert's doing so good, but I don't think they would have drafted Herbert. There was a controversy who they were going to draft, Pat. No way. No way. Never heard anything like that. They they had their sights set on Tua. They were talking about that. They were never. And they were talking about it. Actually, actually, didn't they come out and make a statement that they set that up to the media to decoy? Exactly what they said. They said Tua was their guy, and they put that out there to hopefully ward off people from drafting him. That they never so thought about anybody but him. was on the board. We're not taking a quarterback. Is that what you're saying? No, I don't think they would have. I really don't think they would have. I think if that was the case, I think they would have done something else. And of course, we no. will never know this. But I don't think they would have drafted Herbert there. I think they would have done something else. I really do. I think they had their heart set on Tua from the get-go. I think they, they were drafting him. And if they somehow wouldn't have got him that early, I don't think they would have. I think they would have went in a totally different direction. But, you know, we'll see. I, I, I mean, it is what it is. He is our quarterback now. But that's why... The Changeli thing, I mean, they brought him in because of Ryan Fitzpatrick. They brought him in before the whole quarterback thing even existed. And like you said, they got him for a song. And I think it's going to ultimately be a problem. I don't think Changeli and Tua will coexist. I don't. I, don't. I just don't think they're, that he's the right guy for, for this kid. I really don't. And I know you don't either. He was either. the right guy 20 years ago. 
Well, that's not the point. You know? I mean, I'm saying for his quarterback. Yeah, I know, but I mean, same he, was... say, he wasn't a good offensive coordinator 20 years ago. I mean, we went Well, you're saying for the right. Dolphins, but Shane Gailey, wasn't he a Dallas yeah. Cowboy? Wasn't he with Aikman? You say, I mean, don't get silly with it. I'm, I'm telling you what it is. You're starting to get silly with it. He was Aikman's guy. Aikman loves him. So don't make it like the guy's never had any success in the league, Rich. Did but he's not the right guy for Tua. No, I didn't say they, they did. Like At least I don't think they did. I don't know who Barry's no, ba- uh, Switcher's guy was. Was it still Norv Turner? In '95, yep. I don't think they did. Yeah. But he was, you know, he was there all through that late Aikman, you know, years. And I'm not saying he's great, but that's where he was. In the years that he had him with the Dolphins, Wanstad, I think, brought him in. So uh, we both agree he's not the guy for two, and I don't like the way he's restricting him. There's no doubt about that. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll we'll continue this right after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near. And you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer. You'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. the Charger, 46 seconds remain on the halftime clock, 24-10 Chargers, he's straight back to throw, gets a rush, steps up, throws it downfield, it is complete, the lateral back at the 20, the 10, the 5, into the end zone, touchdown! The pass went to Harris, who lateral back to Nathan for the touchdown! Hello, this is Don Strong, and you're listening to the Pac Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
Welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Pat Catello alongside Rich Van Zant. Just a reminder, catch us on iTunes. You can get all our uh, episodes delivered right to your phone. And uh, you can send us any questions or comments right at uh, PatCatelloShow at Yahoo.com. So the Miami Dolphins now, 10-5, and five, first 10-win season in a long time. Uh, they are in the main playoff hunt. Um, so uh, everything about yesterday, as we said, Rich, really uh, went in, in a good direction. Um, almost every team that you wanted to uh, lose lost. Um, so what does that mean? What are the basic uh, scenarios? Well, the first well, one is we, the I think easiest. We have two paths. I think we have two paths, and I think the other two are just crapshoots. Don't you agree? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're gonna, yeah, you're gonna look at the matchups. I mean, the the, the first path obviously is the Dolphins win. They win and they're in. The one thing that everybody's not discussing is what happened yesterday changes the complexion if the Dolphins win. Because if they win, yes. there's a good chance that they're gonna move up from that, you know, that uh, eighth spot or whatever, the seventh spot. They're gonna they're gonna move up. And they're going to, uh, you know, I mean, they they have a good shot to do that. Um, but we're the number one also, wild card right now, right? What's that? We're the number one what's wild that? card right now. Well, we're the number one it, wild card team right now. So if we win, we stay there, right? There's well, no way we get knocked off of that. No, we're actually we're not we're not the number one wild card. Um, what it basically uh, does is because it, it, it's a little bit strange. Like, um, because of the Tennessee Titans, right? I think the Tennessee Titans are still um, above that because I think that what happens is the Colts now um, are, uh, you know, they're still in, in a scenario that they got knocked down, right? So I, I think the Dolphins, I mean, from every uh, scenario that I've seen, I think they're sitting somewhere in, like, the the, the fifth spot on, on some things, yeah. But uh, the Browns and the Titans, you know, I, I don't know if that if that ended up in a tie. I, I guess, if the, you're saying if the Dolphins won, they would be what? Every, they would be every, the, every, the fifth? Everything, everything that I've seen, they're the number one wild card right now. They're on top. Which, which would Browns be the fifth. And the Colts are below them. Yeah. So if we win, right. we're the number one wild team. Yeah, which could be good, it could be bad. Um, I don't know bad. what the match, you know, because it's a weird year. I mean, it would almost look like uh, Pittsburgh. We would what? What's that? Oh no, we would play what? We yeah, we play. We probably play the division winner. No, would we play the division winner? No, we would probably yeah. Play well, what, what, what would happen? Yeah, I think we would play the right now if everything stayed the same. I think we would play the Titans if they won that division. Right. Okay. Yeah, because but but this can all change yeah, so much. Right. Um, right. you know, I mean it really can. So, okay, so let's break this down a little bit. And this is what it basically comes down to. Dolphins win they're in. That's the easiest scenario. The Dolphins lose. You need a Baltimore Ravens loss. Okay? Yeah. Now the Baltimore Ravens are are uh, playing the Giants. Okay? Um yep. it gets worse, so it's that's not the worst I know. that's not the worst outlook, right? Okay. Yeah. Or or if that doesn't happen, you'd need the Cleveland Browns to lose. Okay, Cleveland Browns uh play 
Steelers. Who right? do they, they they play the Steelers, right? Yeah, which I think that's okay. the most probable one. Right, right. That is the most probable one. Actually, Baltimore doesn't play. Uh, they don't play the. Um, they no, lost they play the, the Giants, Giants already. Yeah, yes. they played yesterday. Yeah, they played somebody crappy, really bad. Like the, yeah, they the played Jaguars. Jackson. They, they, they play the Jaguars or the Colts? No, the Colts play the Jaguars. No, they play the Bengals. Colts they play, play the, the Bengals. They play the, the Bengals. Yes. Yes. Okay, so the Baltimore Ravens play the Bengals. If that doesn't turn out to you know, then uh, Cleveland plays uh, Pittsburgh, which would seem like a you know a good scenario. And then if that doesn't, Indianapolis plays uh, the the Jacksonville Jaguars. So any one of those right. teams loses, and the Dolphins make the playoffs. Now, uh, if you take Tennessee. Uh, let's pretend they lose, okay? We actually uh, we got an email. Uh, we got an email from uh, Miko Miko Chant, from Tennessee, Gilly, and he <laughs> yeah, he wants to know uh, what about ties? And ties actually do come into oh, this mix. So I researched this right mess, before right? we went on the air. What's that? Yeah, that's a mess, right? So With a tie, right? It's what? It's a mess, right? Well, it, it is a little bit of a mess. It doesn't change. It, 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 you can almost look at the best way to describe it is to just look at a tie almost as a win. So if Miami ties, right, and, and, uh, and, and, and uh, you know, Miami tie plus like a Baltimore tie would be in. I mean, Miami tie plus a Cleveland tie. You know, you almost yeah, did, you would need right. I know it's a Miami tie plus an Indy tie. I mean, what's the odds of that happening? The only thing that a tie would basically do, I think, is if Miami ties and Tennessee loses, then you'd be in. So really, if you want to get technical with the tie thing and pretend that every team doesn't tie, if the Dolphins tie and Tennessee loses, that would be the only other scenario. Because you assume that the Dolphins are going to win, they're in. If they they lose, you know what has to happen. And if any of those other teams tie, instead of losing, it's just like a win. Understand? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, so so you're out. So if you know if Miami loses and Tennessee tie, and Cleveland ties, they're getting over us. You know, Baltimore ties, they would have it over us. So I guess that's that's the way to look at it. And as far as uh, you know, the the way this could shake up that that uh, Tennessee Titan AFC South that basically is if you win, you're going to play from what I think you're going to play that division. So what does that division mean? It means Tennessee or the Colts, I would think, right? It has to be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, one of the two. <laughs> So, assuming you win, I would assume you're playing the Colts or the Titans. That's the right. easiest way. <laughs> now, if you lose yeah. and get in, then it's everything off the table because you could wind up, like you yeah. said, Rich, you could go from five to Buffalo seven, again. right? You'd you be go anywhere. Again. You could go Pittsburgh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. The one thing I can't figure out, Rich, and maybe you know, I tried left and right, and I can't figure this out. The Dolphins are 10 and 5. The Buffalo Bills, 11-3, and three, okay? If they lost to the New England Patriots tonight, and then the Dolphins beat them the following week, 
and they both right. finished 11 and 5. I cannot figure out why the Buffalo Bills would still have the tiebreaker over us for the division. They must have have the the crown two weeks ago. They gave him the crown last week, yeah. Yeah. And I cannot figure out why. We would have the same division record, the same conference record, and then I think it goes to common opponents, which would almost be the same. I went through them all. And then strength of schedule is the only thing I can figure is the strength of schedule because they played uh, – I forget who they played. They played uh, – well, Maybe well, maybe like, like when we played some teams, they were had losing records and they played them earlier on when they didn't. Maybe that – well, does that come into effect? I think – Does it I matter when you play strength, them? No, I don't think it does. I think the strength of schedule goes by the start of the year. And looking at their schedule, I think they played like uh, Pittsburgh. The, yeah, I think they played like Pittsburgh or a team like that. That basically was the only like difference, and I guess that would make it a harder schedule going into the year because it goes how the schedule makers put them. You know, that's the right. only thing I can figure that would absolutely you know kill us from the division. Yeah, if that happened. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. know. Because we would have it must, the t- it must have been very cut and dry that they gave it to them two weeks ago. And they gave it you to them. I mean? Yeah, and they gave it to them early, like you said. Yeah. And uh, so I guess it was strength of schedule. I guess they had that right. notch, and they figure out that yeah. they cannot lose. They cannot do any better in the division. They cannot do any better in the conference. If they tie there, you know, then I guess it go. They went down the line and. And common opponent, and then to that, and I guess that's what it is. So that's real slim margins, uh, and we'll see what happens tonight because they play the Patriots tonight. Now they've been hit by COVID. Um, they, John Brown is out. Uh, I don't know what else is affected there for Buffalo, so we'll have to see how that kind of shakes out, and it'll be interesting to see. I mean, technically, what are they playing for tonight? I mean, they're playing to for for that. Number two spot, I guess. But you know, you brought up a good point. I mean, it's like, what is the two spot well, I guess compared they can to the, the three spot. spot, right? No, well, no, the they spot, can't. Right, with Pittsburgh, yeah. yeah no, no, I know the they Chiefs can't get to Kansas City. They only can no. get to get. They only can get to Pittsburgh. That's what I'm thinking. Chiefs, Chiefs clinched that last ball. night. They clinched the yeah, bye last no, I got night. You. I got you. Yeah. So I the Pittsburgh uh, effect. You know, they can they can take over Pittsburgh's two spot. Yes, they can. Yeah. What that means, I don't know. I mean, it basically, I guess what it means is you're going to play, you know, the the seven instead of the six. But this is such a weird year. I'd rather, you know, I, who knows? Who knows what that's yeah, going to mean? I mean, that could mean anything. I don't know if that. I still think they're going to come out. It's the Dolphins. I still think they're going to come out. With with everything they have, I just think they're made up that way. But it, you know, as far as incentive, not it's I'm not, not like other years. I'm not, Pat. I'm not saying in the first half they're not going to do it, but I'd be very surprised if they play everybody the whole game. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's going to be like, that important. You know, especially it could be a bad field and everything. You, you're going to risk a a real bad injury up there. I don't know. You know, I mean, it would the get only thing. Actually, the only thing, though, and we were talking about this, and uh, Damon brought it up, there there actually is something really big, though, and that's home field advantage throughout. Yeah. So if you get that number two seed, 
that could be the difference of hosting the championship game at home. So it is a pretty big deal. I guess so. I mean, yeah. if, if Kansas City so. loses, I mean, let, let's yeah. face it. We watched New England and Tom Brady go to Super Bowls because of that, right? How many times did yeah. we watch the number one seed get knocked off and then the Patriots have the championship game at home? So, yeah, yeah I mean, no, I, no guess, I guess – that's the incentive, is this Kansas City I guess. Is get knocked off in the first round, though? I don't know. I don't love the way they're playing, but, you know, I don't love the way they're playing right now. But, yeah, you but know, I mean, obviously. They won seven, the last seven games, they won by six points or less. Yeah. Yeah, you I understand that. They have that? You want to hear a messed up stat? Yeah. The New yeah. York Jets have covered more point spreads than the Kansas City Chiefs this year. Yeah, I mean, on the surface, that looks ridiculous, right? It does. I guess they're favored by so much. Obviously, obviously somebody's getting a lot more points than somebody's giving a lot more points. We understand that. But but if you bet the Jets and the Chiefs every week, you won if you bet the Jets, not the Chiefs. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it, Rich? Yeah. I mean, and we see so many games they should have lost, right? I mean, they they really should have lost yesterday. They were at least, uh, uh, you know. But you, you knew what you knew what was going to happen the last time they had the ball, though, right? I mean, you knew the final score five minutes before the end of the game. Yeah. Right. I mean, did you have any doubt that they were going to go down and score score points there? You know, they went boom, 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 that right down there. Seems like they could turn it on and off at will. You know. I don't know that they they haven't been they haven't been as potent doing that. Uh, yeah, I understand they did do that. You know, then, but um. You know, it, it, I mean, let's face it. You know, they there was still a shot after that, right? Falcons still, yeah, there had, was. You know, a good yeah. shot to. Uh, I, I, yeah, I just they might turn it. They might get it going in the playoffs, and you know, we may be just talking foolishly. There's no doubt about it. But you know, we'll see how it how it goes. Also of note, um, for those paying attention to the draft order, the Dolphins now. <laughs> have a legitimate <laughs> shot to be in the top three. A legitimate three. shot three. to be in the top three. three. Yeah. The Texans and, lose and, Sunday, which they yeah. should lose. We're going to have the third pick in the draft. And they're at three right insane. now. They're at three right we're, now. We're at three now. Yeah, right now. Right now. I said all the Texans have to do is lose, and we solidify that. Yes. And the Jacksonville Texans are, Jets. And, and you want to hear this one? Tunzel. Has a high ankle sprain. He's not playing Sunday. Yeah. What's what's, what's the odds on that? Right. The guy we got the pick from is packing right. him in for the last game. Yeah, he's aimed to the Pro <laughs> Bowl too. I know. I know. He played very well this year, but I'm just saying it's just, you know, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So we'll 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 see. I mean, the, the Dolphins' future looks very bright. The you know, it does all hinge uh, on the quarterback position, you know, realistically, uh, uh, for how far and how good they are going to become in the future. So, obviously, we'll see how that kind of ends up. We we have high hopes for it. and uh, But they are sitting really pretty as far as what they're going to be able to do uh, draft-wise and, and bringing in new talent. Gun, and, gun and, to your you head. Know. What do you think about him, to it? I think, yeah, yeah, I mean, I it is, it is. I, I think that I see some things that I like. Um, I, to me, he seems reserved in his play. He seems very reserved to me. He seems like he's 
afraid to make a mistake, and he's to me he doesn't seem like he's playing naturally. Does that make sense? Yeah, it he seems looks like he's, he's like thinking too much. He's just yeah. thinking too much, and he's contained. And that's why I think if you put the right person around him, I think Tua has to be afraid of not making mistakes. Honestly. Yeah, I think Tua I, has I, to be I, afraid I of not remember, throwing remember four interceptions. I was saying like a month ago, I said it's time to turn him loose, you know? Yeah. I don't you know, think he's ready to turn himself feet. loose, though. Yeah, but, Rich, the point I'm yeah. making is I don't think it's all Chan Gailey. I think it's a big part of Chan Gailey. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. I, think he's a, I think he's restricting himself. And I would really like to see him just giving the keys to the car and saying, you know what, yeah. go play football. You feel like you have to run, go run. You throw four well, interceptions, I, I, you throw you know, four interceptions. I think, you know, I know they're saying he doesn't throw the ball long, but, I, you know, we've been out. We've been without our number one, two, and three receivers now for like three weeks. I mean, you know, it's amazing we've been winning games with this. You know, yeah, I mean, that, did you see the stat though? He's thrown the ball. He's thrown the ball a tremendously amount longer down from. Uh, he he's thrown more twenty-five yard passes by far than Fitzpatrick has. Has he completed them? No, I think that's the big no. Yeah, I don't think you know he hasn't. His yeah. attempts, but no, absolutely not completed yeah. them, no. But uh, but there were a lot of them were early, too. And you, you're right, like, I think that – but he hasn't had time. Like, in last game, he hasn't had any time to do that. And it's no, a combination of things, you know. He's been checking yeah. down off, but I think a lot of – like I said, I think they put him in bad positions. Like, you know, we have, like, yeah. second and two, and, they, and they got, they're running the ball again, and then, like, you know, they're losing a yard, and now it's third down again where everybody knows what's going on. Like, I think – yeah, I think the like the freebie passing downs are not right passing the ball, you know. Yeah, like when there's an opportunity to kind of go for something, yeah. they just don't. Right. Yeah. They just don't do it, you know. Yeah. And it, like, it's like it's like an obvious like it's obvious what they're doing. It's like well, you know again, you know I don't like yeah. this guy. Oh, by the way, he was the only the coach at the Kelly uh, was only with the Cowboys one year. He was as a head coach. He was never an assistant there. He was never a coordinator. What's that? He was never a he, coordinator there. He was the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, one year, and that was it. He got fired the next year. But, uh, was it? What year was that? Was Aikman the quarterback when he was the head coach? Check know. that. We'll take a quick break. Uh, we'll come back to the final segment. Check that. I'm very curious. I guess he was okay. ninety-eight, ninety-nine. Was Aikman there? I don't know. Check that. We'll we'll, we'll take a quick break. Okay. Hi, this is John Alford, all number 56, the old Miami Dolphin linebacker. You're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
Okay, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show as we come to the final stretch here. Uh, again, uh, the Miami Dolphins uh, playoff scenarios make for an exciting week of football next week, and um, we'll see how this all comes together. It would certainly be nice to uh, to get the Dolphins in the playoffs here, and, and, and we were talking about the offense, and, and obviously, too, uh, um, Rich, you were checking on it. You know, I started thinking now, I, I and you'll say what Changeli did, but uh, I remember now where where Changeli is, and it was actually uh, – it was he was a coward guy, right? Pittsburgh. Yeah, he was with Pittsburgh. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, okay. He was the wide receiver O'Donnell. coach for a year, and then yeah. he was an offensive coordinator for a year, and then he went That's to the right. Cowboys as a head coach, and it was Aikman's second to last year, and then he went to us as offensive coordinator with Wanstat, and then he lasted one year there. Then he went to Georgia Tech, back to the Chiefs. What years? What years was he with Dallas? One year. He was there from 98 to 99. Two years. Two years, I guess, yeah. Two years. Two years. Yeah. 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 I guess that was the... 2000, 2001. Right. Uh, Because Wanstap brought him in, right? Yeah. Yeah, then he was one more more year as a head coach with the Bills uh, for two more years. So 2010, actually three years. Three years, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the guy's got a long resume. I think, you know, he's obviously, you know, he's, he's got a long resume. It's just, and, and I guess Cordell Stewart and Neil O'Donnell, I guess, were who he was, you know, with yeah. there. He was out of the league. Um, he was out of the league since 16. He was the Jets offensive coordinator 2015-16, and he was out of the league four years when we brought him back this year. Yeah, and for no other reason, like I said, that's a, a cheap Fitzpatrick move. And that, fine, well and good. Listen, you got to call it what it is. Fitzpatrick was playing the best he's ever played this year. So for that reason, great. For this reason, not so great. Yeah. I mean, as far yeah. as Tua goes, is he the right guy for Tua? And I think we both, from what we've seen right now, I don't really think he's handling him properly. <laughs> I think he's restricting him way too much. You, you, you want to laugh? Wait, you want to laugh? Career highlights. Yes. NCAA Division II National Champions in 84, and he was the Gulf South Coach of the Year in 84. 84. <laughs> the Gulf Coast. He was with, he was with Troy State. <laughs> what was his first uh, job in the NFL? His first job in the NFL was... With Denver, 84 to 86. I'm sorry, 85 to 86. Tight ends coach and special teams coach. Really? They got promoted in 87 to wide receivers and tight ends coach. And then in 88, he became the quarterback's coach. So he was with Elway? For a long time. 89 to 90, he was offensive coordinator and wide receivers coach. So he was Elway's offensive coordinator? Yeah. Then he went to USFL. You know, it's, you know, remember that that crappy league they had there for a while. It wasn't. It was that like the, he was the Birmingham Fire coach. Right. Uh, what league was that? Yes, yes, I remember that thing. The WL. Uh, it was the World League of American Football or yes, something like yes, that. WLAF or something like that. Yes. Yeah, it was really bad. Yeah. And then he went to Sanford. I don't even know where that is. Where's Sanford? Not Stanford. Sanford. Sanford. That uh, when you're there, and then he went to the Steelers after that. <laughs> That's weird. Wow. 
It's a long, long resume. It's a long resume with two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And, uh, yeah, it's it's strange. It is. Like I said, I mean, I think it made sense uh, initially, you know, with the Fitzpatrick thing. I think at this point in the game, um, the game has changed a lot. Now, whether or not, you know, I don't know. I just don't see Chan Gailey being able to utilize all the weapons that Tua uh, contains. I, I just don't. I mean, that that's the best way I can Actually, put it. What doesn't make sense to me, Pat, it's like you have a totally, like, youthful, young, that's old and tired and never was that good to start with. That's because, like I said, Rich, this yeah. was done before. I know. All that. I got you. I got you. But I, I you don't why. really believe that they thought that, that Fitzpatrick was going to be the backup at some point this year. Yeah, but I, I don't know. think they thought. Yeah, but I don't think they yeah. thought. Uh, you know, when they made the move, all this stuff didn't yeah. exist yet. So they made yeah. the move, and now they're in this. I wouldn't be surprised to see them go in another direction. I really wouldn't. And that's not to say. Listen, listen. The Dolphins are having a lot of success, so we can't just throw this guy out, you know, over a barrel. I mean, he's done a lot of good things. The Dolphins have had the most success they've had in a long time. But the problem I is, that. I just think that future-wise yeah. for Tua, yeah. I don't think he's necessarily the right guy for it. Um, and you know, I don't know who the right guy is, but I would really want to, you know, have somebody who's going to be able to to let him f- a little bit more free. But keep in mind yeah. now, everything we've seen from Brian Flores, everything, Rich, has been Patriots to the book. He doesn't really play like that. He plays very conservative in a lot of ways, and that doesn't mean he doesn't go for fourth and this and trick plays, but he plays conservative, meaning that he relies on his defense and he relies to stay in games and win that way. A lot of the Patriot way is what he does. Now, does that mean that he's going to adapt? I mean, he's a defensive guy. Does he bring in an offensive kind of guy that's going to let him, you know, just open up the playbook a little bit here? I mean, obviously you've got to get some more weapons to do that. We think that they will. You know, we, we, there should be a, a top-grade wide receiver on this roster at some point next year. Um, there's going to be, you know, different offensive talent. Uh, you know, does, does that mean that they go in that direction? You know, well, I don't. I don't. Look, I think... you know, look, I'm not. I'm not like I'm not on the inside of what they're thinking about. But every draft guy in the world has them. You know, you know, getting a wide receiver in the first round. If we stick with this third pick, we're going to be able to get the best one in college. I mean, we're going to. Yeah. We're going to be able to get like a game changer guy. You know, which yeah. we haven't had in a long, long time. And I think that's you know? the way you go. I think that's yeah. the yes. Now that could be a big difference between three and four. So we have to see how that goes, right? I mean, well, yeah, I figure the first two picks are going to be quarterbacks, you know? Yes. You know, obviously the first one's going to be. I think number two is a quarterback, too, you know? So you I think do, three, huh? you're going to have to pick a litter there. Yeah. I, you, I think, you do? You, you, do? Know, you think the Jets take a I quarterback? I think the rest is number two. Yeah, I, I don't. No way. You're well, if wrong. If they don't themselves, if they don't take a quarterback, then they trade out of it. They trade out you of think that position to somebody who wants Who do you think is going to be the second quarterback taken? Tresk from Florida, 100%. No way. No way. Yeah. You're so wrong on that. Pat, he's a finalist for the Heisman. You're yeah, like you, know why, you know why, Rich? You know why, Rich? 
Because Ohio State played six games. Because Ohio State played six games. You're trying to make it like they played six games. They're 6-0. And and they were so good that they put them in the playoffs. That's where the controversy is. They played six games. You're going to leave that out of the conversation? No, you don't know that because you never mentioned it. You make it seem like he got snuffed (laughs) because he wasn't good. Yeah, but now you're nobody, exposed. Nobody got snuffed. Who got snuffed? <laughs> Who got snuffed? Fresh is a great quarterback. I'm telling you, he's yeah, going number 10. I got you. I don't think so. But I don't think – I think the Jets don't take a quarterback, then they'll trade out of that They'll trade out of that spot. If they're going to keep Darnold, then they're not going to stay there. They're going to they're gonna trade out of it and get more picks. Yeah, I would think that, you know, I mean, that that might be actually the call. That that might be a call. If if you yeah, I, because you you got to look at it. You got to look at it from. I mean, if I was taking over that spot, um, you know, Sam Darnold. I mean, you you have to get if if you're not going to get Trevor Lawrence in the first round. Yeah, they, yeah. They, and with Trevor Lawrence not there, that's not the that's not who they all thought they were getting. That that changed very quickly. And no, and I yeah, think that, I mean. And I also think you that there's a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, give it. A, I mean, I don't know. It, you know, look, they need everything. So I, I think don't there's know, a big drop know. off, though. But I also think there's right. a big drop off from Trevor Lawrence to Justin Fields. Uh, I do. Fields ain't going. You're out of your mind. The other kid's got yeah. 45 touchdown passes. You know, he played six games. Played six games. I don't care. You don't care. The kid give played me, six give games. Give me a good Ohio State. Give me a good Ohio State quarterback the last 20 years. That's not the point we're making, is it? Is yeah, that where you're going to try to change this? Are we talking I'm about that? It. Are you trying to say that I think he's going to be there's, good? There's, Are you saying that I think he's going to be a good quarterback? Are you saying that? Where is that argument coming from? I'm saying that Fields is not going to be a good quarterback in the NFL. Well, who's talking about that? When do we start this conversation? Did I ever I say did. he was? Did I ever say he was? I don't know. You got this guy going number two, and I'm telling you yes. that Tresk is better. Yes. I do have him going number two. Does that mean I think he's going to be a good quarterback? I'm telling you I where know. I think he's going to go in the draft. The Ohio State guy. I saw a Buckeye on your shirt today. <laughs> because because you leave the little things out. Well, he wasn't nominated for the Heisman. There's no way this guy's going. He played six games. They're 6-0. and They put him in the playoffs because they're so good. That's what a controversy is. I'm not a college guy, but you know, you leave these little facts out all the time. I don't think he's going to be I great. Do, I, I don't know my kind of guy, but he's going to go think, high. Every projection. Well, I, I don't. He's he's going to be the third quarterback taken. Tresk is going to go before him. I'm telling you. Yeah. I watch both of them <laughs> play. You know, I think it's a knock that he only played six games. I don't think. I think that's that's not enough of a of a sampling to take him that high. You know, but somebody will, you know, and I think it's going to be a mistake. You know, because Ohio State quarterbacks haven't exactly panned out lately. I, I think one's on the waiver wire today, as a matter of fact. Once again, though, you're changing my point. I never said he was going to be good. You I wouldn't take him. No, but you think he's going to go two. So don't, I don't, don't think he is. But you think he's going to go number two, and I don't think he is. I think he's going to be the second quarterback taken, yes. And I don't believe that. I think that Tresk is going to be the second quarterback taken. Because I think Tresk is much better than he is. Well, but, unfortunately, you know, I, could be wrong. 
He's more of a pro quarterback <laughs> yeah. to me. It looks like that's all. That, you know, okay. and when you have forty-five touchdowns, I don't think he can overlook that. Yeah. Well, we will be certainly. <laughs> we will be uh, rehashing this. Personally, <laughs> I don't care what they do. I just want us to say at number three, we don't trade down and we take the LSU or Alabama wide receivers. The one of the, one of the two, I'll take either one. Alabama would be my first choice, and I think that guy is uncoverable. I mean, he is in college. That's who I want. I want a game-changing wide receiver. I don't want to hear no garbage that we're trading down and getting six average guys. I want to start. Okay. That's what I want. Is that the way yeah, I ask for? It's a no, we're on the same way page. I look at it, no. We're it's on the same page. We but got, you're... We, yeah, we, we, roll, we, we like hit the lottery already. We could be from one. I think the worst it could be is eight, I think. You know, right now we're three, and I think the lowest it could be is eight. But we hit the lottery. That could drop to eight? If we don't capitalize that could drop to with eight? this. Yeah, I think so. If like a million things have to happen. I think that's worst-case scenario. But we should really? be in the top five. Yeah, we should yeah. be in the top five no matter I didn't but, hear you know, the I don't think they're winning Sunday, so I think we should be three, you know? You know, gun to my head, I think we're going to stay at three. But I, please, stay at number three and take the Alabama receiver if you don't want it. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yes. But, you know, I don't want once again, dudes and 18 draft picks in the seventh round, you know? Once again, though, in the last minute of the show, I'd like to back up to where we started this from and to say, my point is, my point is that three gives you that, I think. I'm a little more concerned if you're at four and five, because whether you think it or not, whether you think it or not, I believe that uh, you're going to have uh, Justin Fields picked in that. Well, yeah, but we may not be able to get if we even go down to four or five, we may be able to get the Alabama guy, but the LSU guy should still be there, which is he's good too. He's very good. But remember, oh, oh, if you're going to go about that quarterbacks, way. forget about quarterbacks though. Wait, just wait, just forget about quarterbacks for a second. You know, there's an offensive lineman that everybody loves too. In this yes, track. and I think that's who the Jets would take for that. Yeah, you think they would really at number two? You think they do that? I do. I do. I yeah. mean, I yeah, you have to tell. I, mean, I know they drafted one last I would, year too. If the guy needs to be picked up at the airport and driven to the facility, I'm there. You know, <laughs> for the offensive lineman, I'll volunteer that. Yeah, I'll volunteer that one for them. I'll yeah. drive him over there. You know, but, uh, it, it, like I said, they can do that. I'm just saying, even if we go to four or five, there, you know, there's an offensive lineman. I'm sure there's some defensive guy that somebody would take too before that. You know what I mean? Receivers. <laughs> I don't think yeah. two of them will be gone by the time we pick. That's my point. And tell me, you know? tell me, tell me, you can't see the. Uh, Tell me you can't see the Dolphins <laughs> taking that. And, you know, I got. I think the offensive line I'm talking about is that guy Pinai, that we were the yes. Pinai Soul, something like that. He's really, really good. To, tell me you can't see the Dolphins taking him though, and driving you crazy. <laughs> I could so see my that. My head would explode. You know, like that show so Scanners. My head would explode. Yeah, I would. I would absolutely I so lose my mind if that happened. Yeah. Hold your breath, you know, everybody. I, I, yeah, I, I would lose my. I would lose my mind if that happened. That's great. But we I think, shall see. I think without Tannenbaum, without Tannenbaum in the building, we get a shot that that doesn't happen. <laughs> There's no doubt. There's a shot. All right. Thanks yeah. for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next week. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. 
Headed out to my big two-wheeler. I was tired of my own boy. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power off. 